it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, and off we go. Great to be with you begins now. Voice guys said it. They're my boys. They're in the studio. Corey and Ira are here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Hanukkah. All the goodness. Whatever it is you celebrate, happy to you, right? How you doing, boys? I celebrate you guys. That's right. That's what I celebrate. Mm. I, I celebrate nice. the listeners of Seminole Headlines. Been doing our, it for 12 years now, some of these folks. Yeah, it's been a while. I celebrate uh, Register Sausage. Oh, yeah. Of course we do. Yay, sausage! Put that under the tree. There you go, baby. Little, <laughs> hey, why is my present cold? Yeah. Open it. Hurry yeah. up. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta put that. The grill's already going. Open the cold one first. Yeah, Yeah. that's the one, guys. Let's go. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure whether or not you can get your registered sausage still delivered by Christmas. I'm not. I'm not guaranteeing that from Ben. That's a toughie. He hasn't said. So if you haven't ordered it yet, maybe it won't get there till after Christmas. But you should order registered. Yeah, give it a try anyway. You can always just print out the confirmation code and wrap that and say, "Look, this is coming. This This is your Christmas present. It's on its way." The five pound sampler is on its way. Boom. Or five pounds of the, the cheddar jalapeno or the Perhaps the little baby links. I don't know. What, whatever you like. The little breakfast. Whatever one. tickles your fancy. That's a good way of saying yeah. it. Yeah. I think maybe Ben should, next time they redo the labels, should maybe have three an of us? A- accent at the end of Andouille. Mm. Because that's how that's how we pronounce it. That's yeah. Not, that's, that's not the way it's really pronounced. But that's how Registers pronounces it. Right. It's, it's officially Andouille. If you want to go order some, registermeats.com is the website. Or if you live in this fine part of the country... Go to your local grocery store, demand it. It's probably there if it's a good grocery store. If it's not, then either go somewhere else or uh, ask for a or burn it down. I mean, we've 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 moved on. I mean, that was twenty twenty holiday season. Can was, we not? That was the approach in twenty twenty, Corey. Yeah, we don't, we don't do. We're that not anymore. violent any longer. We've made our. I don't think burning case. things is violent. It's oh, more of a statement. Burning it down, it's a crime. What's well, a crime? Sure, I don't know. It's not violent <laughs> though. I'm saying you could burn it down. Um, I will say this. I I know that normally. It's next hour, but I saw the lovely face of the multi-talented Dr. Birch this morning. Mm. There you go. And uh, Clark had to get a brace fixed. What a weird! It's good to go. It's weird that you're doing that this hour. Because I feel bad for Ben. She's so excited. Oh, Ben! Ben's yeah. got a lot of love just now. It's yeah. all he, one big happy. Yeah, it's family. one big happy family this time of year. And uh, I also uh, saw Carrie from Horizon. So it was a really okay, busy, good, good. busy morning this morning. It was great. But uh, she's very excited. I think she's reaching out to you, Dr. Birch is, with a 20-year celebration. Nice. 20 years of uh, fixing teeth. Oh, good. Nice. Think of how many smiles mm. 
Millions. Made Tallahassee so much Millions. a much better looking place, yeah. right? Yeah. Smile, smile cares who fixes it. Otherwise, the motto? otherwise we'd be uh, walking around like folks in England. Yeah, just, just, just all slack jaw, just awful. Yeah, what black are you gonna do? tooth. What are you going to do? All right, so it's a busy time. You guys know yeah. that. Seems like uh, we know one thing for sure. Mike Norvell has figured out the portal in a, in, in a way better than any other coach in the country. I mean, it's really rather remarkable. And so at the end of the day, it's what saves you from some of the frustrations that people feel when it comes to the high school recruiting. And I think we're in the midst of a, a transition in recruiting. I also know for a fact that uh, this, is a, a, this is a mess across college football where we're at uh, that, that with no real – unilateral regulations whatsoever. Nobody knows what the hell you can and cannot do. Hey, but until they figure it out, until they figure it out, load up on that offensive line. More importantly, nobody cares what you're not allowed to do. Because, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I mean... Well, there's no regulatory group. Right, and Mac Brown came out yesterday, I guess, and said that, uh, I mean, there's been multi-million dollar offers for his quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's insane. And And it's the high... I don't know, man. I almost think the high schools might be worse than Transfer Portal right now. I mean, what you're hearing, some of the stuff these high school guys are apparently getting or allegedly getting. Uh, yeah, well, I, it's nuts. not sustainable. Nobody's ever, I don't care if you're Ruiz down in Miami or whomever the big uh, donor is going to be for each of these programs, it, it's not a sustainable model to pay a high school kid a million dollars to play football. It's also not really the principle of the thing. I, I, I think we all agree, like, Jordan Travis deserves money to come back. He's a name, and he's proven. Yeah, he's accomplished I, something, sure. I, yeah, and, and the kid that they got from UTEP, it's a big deal. Yeah. he These kids that are 17 or 18-year-olds that have done jack squat and paying them a I quarter million dollars. I just wish Bryce was a couple of years older and a little bit better because, my <laughs> God, baby, well, the, you, what a time drive to it be up. alive. Yeah. Wherever you want to go, kid, whoever offers the most, that's yeah. where you're going. But in because we can transfer a couple years later, you can do it twice, one year later, three times. You can do it three times in your career. The JT Daniels is going to try to play in every, I guess, Power (laughs) Five conference in the country. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, but when you look at what Norvell has done, man, like they had on offense, what did they have hole wise? They had tight end wasn't great, and they had some holes on the offensive line because two guards were leaving. Both are filled now. I mean. In a it, big in way. In a big way where, yeah. like, you know the tight end room is, it has improved substantially. And it sounds like, again, we'll see, because Dylan Gibbons and Emmanuel are proven good players, the offensive line might be better than it was last year, maybe substantially better. Yeah. Uh, and they were already going to be one of the best offenses in the country. Come on, man. You're going to – I mean, this is a – this is a forty-point-a-game offense at least what's as weird, long as they as long as the quarterback stays healthy. What's weird though is, man, tomorrow is not going to be a great day from some, from a high school signing day perspective for no. Florida State. Who no. cares? Especially though, if they lose, you know, the Keldrick Falk kid from Alabama who may go to Auburn. We'll see. He may switch to Auburn, so that's going to be a signing day probably uh, countdown. But so there's going to be like th- that joy isn't going to be there. So you just hope that people can take the perspective of. Look at what you did in the port. Look at what you're bringing in off-season acquisitions in total, and it's pretty. It's going to be pretty impressive. Florida State's in win now mode. Yeah. Florida State is clearly going for it right now. I think it's pretty evident uh, that Florida State is thinking that they can win the ACC next year, and to that end, they're going out and getting proven talent right here, right now. We're not waiting on a kid to be a good player two and three years from now. Now, there's good and bad with that. The good is you're good right now. 
Uh, the bad is I don't know that it's a sustainable model either. I, I think it, it's 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 hard. It it's might a mess. be. It might be. It might, I keep a going lot of back people. And forth. A lot of people are like, "Oh, it's not sustainable." How the hell do you know? Right. I mean, this yeah. is, we're all the, just in this. It's just yeah. been two it years. It just started. Yeah. It yeah. just started. Like, yeah, you you don't think that you can do it, and I've gone back and well, forth. Well, I think with you it. can logically draw certain conclusions about culture that it's impossible but, to sustain if, by chance, you're just constantly grabbing guys from other cultures and other programs to take over the guys who bought into you if, two years ago and have been here the whole time. A, if you're not good at it, which they appear to be, and B, you don't know with high school kids either. So, oh, no, no, I'm not so telling you. I'm just, right, no, no, not... I'm not arguing with you. I'm just trying, I'm arguing to the people who are going to bitch all day tomorrow Yeah, and say that you can't sustain this. What I'm saying is you might be able you to. don't know if any of those high school guys are going to be at your program a year from now. Yeah, that is so true. I don't know that that's sustainable. Oh, well, if you're going to argue about where you want to spend your money in this climate of lawlessness, I think you want to spend it on proven commodities, yeah, absolutely. not high school yep, players. Absolutely. I don't want to. And retain, retaining, want, retaining right. and bringing in portal guys is yeah. the best way to stay never, there, at there this level. There are very few exceptions. There's an outlier like Arch Manning. Or somebody like that that I would give a million dollars to because you're gonna get it back. Screw that kid. It's his last name. I'm telling you guys. If it was Arch Clark, nobody'd okay. care. He'd be a three star yeah. kid. He'd be going to <laughs> Utah. It's, it's a it's a history of really good play amongst the family that I'm entrusted here. <laughs> I mean, okay? We'll see. As opposed somebody's to somebody's gonna be name, a dud. I'm gonna do that. All right. But <laughs> but very few players would you look at and say, I'm really certain that this is gonna work out for us. In the high school ranks. Correct. Um, I'd rather know that the kid that I brought in who's a three-year starter at the Power 5 level is this against quality competition, right? I might give him quite a bit of money to come here, especially because I know I've got him now. He can't leave. Right. That's huge. I'm not out here trying to give a high school right tackle $1.5 million. That's insane. Because he might play for you in two years. And this is also something I think we can argue for sure, I did yesterday, is not sustainable. The starting right tackle you currently have that you recruited and has been with you for two years and has started, and let's say as a plus player, whom you didn't give a damn dime to, or maybe you gave fifty grand to, watches you do that for a high school player and does what? Well, I want $2 million. Yeah. And here we go. This is every year. Oh, you gave this new corner, this hotshot safety that's never played it down in college football, a million dollars to come here? I'm a three-year starter at safety for you. I think I want $1.7 million to return. You can't do it. I think it was at the root of some of the problems we saw for some of the teams that went so heavy in the NIL space for transfers last summer. Not transfers, right? You well, mean transfers recruits? and high school. Oh, I thought you were talking about like both. A&M. But both. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think that you're, you're – it's – that is dicey. And what my point is, when you look at what these guys have done with the portal and then the way they brought them in and got guys to buy in and assimilate, it's been incredible. So I wouldn't bet against them doing it. Now, you may end up having to do it every year or two because that's what college football is now. But I don't know that you – if you just went out and signed 25 high school kids and only four transfers – I don't know that you'd be in any better position a year from now. Who's the kid that's at Virginia? The Cypress? Is that Central his last Cypress, name? Yeah. So th- there's a chance, right? He's considering Florida State yeah. heavily. Flo- so he's the number two player in the portal right now behind uh, another former FSU, Travis Hunter. Uh, Travis yeah. Hunter. Um, but you would say if you're the number two player in the portal out of 1,400, we'll go ahead and give you five stars. You're a five-star talent, right? So Miami is getting two cornerbacks, the two best high school cornerbacks in the country, which is a big deal. That's great. Two five-star guys. They're going to have a really fun signing day. Who's going to be better in 2023? Like, who means more saying. to a Florida team? State is got, built they, right now yeah. to win. If so, they get Cypress, he was first team all ACC. In so, some people had him second team, some people had him first team. 
all conference this but, past so season. So how do you really look at tomorrow? Say Cyp and again, I have no idea what's going on. I'm not as dialed in uh, as Ira is well, on the on the portal game. But let's say Cyprus commits tomorrow to Florida State. Well, that's bigger, in my opinion, than one of those Miami five-star cornerbacks. But Florida State won't get credit for that during the ESPN Daily Show. They're going to no. have the 17th ranking. But if you finish with the number two portal ranking in the number 16 high school recruiting ranking, You're in good shape. buddy, you've had a very good player acquisition Yeah, I think it, it, it just... And that's what, what where you argue, the standpoint you argue from is where you're at. So if you're a Miami fan, you have no choice but to argue that we just signed the number one or two class because that's all you can hang your hat on. It's certainly not on-the-field production. It's certainly not enthusiasm about what just happened. Yeah. It's going to be about your future and the youth that you've brought in this elite class right now. Who knows if that and whole if thing blows them. up in their face, yeah. if it falls to pieces. We don't know. But if you're a Miami fan, you're you going to say, on to it. it's going to work. It's going to be great. And if you're a Florida State fan, you had a coach who just went 9-3 and three that is loaded up on the offensive line. Roster retention has been huge. They're still not done, by the way. They're going to get another couple of big names back from last year's football team. And when that happens, you are loaded for bear this upcoming season. And, you know, most of us are going to say, well, I prefer that. You, It's just from the vantage point you're at right now, if, if all of a sudden three years from now the tables are reversed – you know how the fan base will be. The fan base will be like, well, we just signed the number one class. I'm really elated. It's You don't really have a choice when you're a fan. You're kind of at the whim of this thing with the way things are playing out. It is a mess, though, across college football. If you're just looking at it as yeah. a college football fan, you're like, this is not It's a weird, it's a weird way to it's look at it. It's now, a- Mike is kicking ass, and yeah. there is no getting around that point, and that is important. Mike has flipped the culture. He's gotten quality players in here. He's retained the quality players he just had last year. And they are going to win games next year. A lot of them. They have a chance to win the ACC next year. Thus, they have a chance to be in the college football playoff next year. They're going to be good, period. To your point, you can say it unequivocally. They are going to be good at well, they're, football, they're going especially to be a, on offense. They're going to be a great year. offense. And yeah. when you're a great offense, you have a chance to be a real a great football team. Now, I do. I would like to see some more improvements defensively. I'd like to see improvements recruiting at the high school level defensively and in the portal defensively. We may still. We may still. Uh, I am a little worried if they lose Falk. That's another big name yeah. on that side of the ball. That's a problem. Uh, you but know, again, that's week, not somebody that was going to probably help next year. Well, I'm just saying, you do have to start stockpiling guys, elite-level players along the defensive front. You yeah. got Verse for one more year, maybe if he comes back, right? Fabian Love it if he comes back. That's great. That's huge. That helps you next year. But where you would want to falk is when those guys leave, well, I'd like to have well, a guy come yeah. in get and a couple, leg. Get a couple freshmen or but, sophomores in the portal. Yeah. And I think they have. I like some of. The, I like a lot of the young talent on the defensive line. God, we talked about a lot. Byron Turner and Patrick Payton. and Tafasi uh, is going to be a good Tafasi player. Yeah, he's going to be a good player. I Daniel think. Lyons. I mean, Bishop Thomas. They've got a lot of nice young players on the defensive line. But I think the other issue, though, you gotta, we got to respect is perception is reality. And if – you go in, you know, on signing day, it's still seen as a big deal. And if Florida State's at 20 and Miami is up n- at number two in Florida, you know, I mean, it's just the yeah. perception is it doesn't look good. I don't think it's a, a huge problem. I think there's still, as you said, Florida State's clearly in the best position of the best three for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. of, the t- of the big three in Florida for the foreseeable future. But, you know, fans like that day. I mean, and, and, and it's for a, per- a perception standpoint. It looks like you're a healthier program yeah. if you're higher on those rankings. And I think to some so degree, in reality, it's going to be an important part. But is of it? it don't, y'all don't think point. that that's 
that's changing? Like you talk oh, about well, how we're we know into this. There's been an infusion I, of other factors without. But, but I, like I, I don't. Yeah. This isn't the Christmas Day that it was ten or twelve or fifteen years ago. And I don't know, especially after just what happened to A and M, after landing the best recruiting class in history, and what transpired eight months later. I don't know that people. I, I just wouldn't think Florida State fans, with all the good news they've gotten in the last three weeks, would be bummed on Wednesday. Uh, I for they're definitely there's going to be a lot of people probably bummed tomorrow. I, I, I don't. I don't understand it. I don't. I mean, what what well, else, what else do they have to not, do? There's a lot to not understand about the emotional. But we have to change the way we view well, National Signing Day, that, in my opinion. I, I think that has to shift because recruiting isn't what it used to be. I don't disagree with you. I just think there's a narrative that. This staff is not a great closing staff with high school players, which I don't buy. I mean, I think Hakeem Williams is a big-time player. Uh, I think, you know, you look at some of these guys, uh, Lamont Green's son. I mean, they've got some really good players in this class, but they're, it's going to look like you haven't finished strong because of what happened last year. And so that's, I mean, that's just the reality of it. People are not going to be happy about the transfers tomorrow. They're right. going to be and mad I also think that the they whole, didn't do as well as some of these other schools on signing. And I also think the the discussion is per-player nuanced. It's like, look, man, you may not have gotten this one guy and you're disappointed by it, especially if he chooses to go to a rival. You're always going to be frustrated. That's yeah. always going to be disappointing. But then you could go on down the line and say, yeah, but what would you rather have, this UTEP offensive lineman or that freshman, right? So yeah. just go individually. Yeah, or Fentrell Cypress or a kid that's not going to play until 2024. From right. a new – yeah, there's, I'm with you guys 100%. Yeah, I'm just saying I well, that's think our there's a lot of people, to, but a lot of people are not going to see well, it that way. That's our job is to make them see it that well, way. Well, good luck. <laughs> right, we're trying, right, you, guys? You, you get it done, Corey. <laughs> I'm going to try. I, I'm not I'm, saying that – and I'm, I'm – I, when my point is not to say that those people are right or wrong. It's just a reality. You're, if you go on, if Jeff goes on his show tomorrow, if we do a video tomorrow and act like people should be thrilled with signing day, they're going to look at us like we're crazy. Right. Because it's not, especially, the Keldrick Fox is a big deal. And it stinks because he's in Alabama. So a lot of times when these things come down to the, the wire, this kid's committed to Florida State the whole way. Now there's a new Auburn staff and there's a commitment there, I'm sure, to, to turn that program around. We know what Hugh Freeze is all right. about. Right. So if that doesn't happen, if he, if he flips, people are going to be like, well, this sucks. Well, and I think where they'll be frustrated is this. That kid has said specifically that he cares deeply about relationships. Well, no, you don't. If tomorrow you sign with Auburn, you didn't care at all about relationships. Or, right, or, so then or, you didn't care the, at all. Or the pressure. There's man, the, the thing, when you're in a state like Alabama or Mississippi, there's a lot of pressure they can put on your family in a lot of different ways to make Without the question, decision difficult. The other way they help you find your inner Compass right. is through money, wow. right? And, and so yeah. that is. And like, so again, look, I mean, do you that's... want do you want Florida State? So Fox a defensive end, right? Yeah. So do you want Florida State to retain Patrick Payton and retain Jared Verse, or go pay this eighteen year old well, kid from I, I, all I Alabama? I, want, I would like both. Well, right, but you, that's probably not well, reasonable and rational. And Rasi and I, rational, and I, that's a word, we right? We say rational. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's about money. I'm just saying that I that, am. Well, we don't know that you have no idea. You didn't know nah, the position know. he played two I, seconds hey, ago. I did. I was just I was just <laughs> playing dumb. That's what I do. My point my is, we don't know what. The, there can be other factors. I mean, it's it's tough, man. When you're in, look. Here's the deal. Back in the day, Antonio Cromartie did not want to go to Florida State. Right. His family, from what I remember, his mother was really adamant that he come to Florida State. Well, that happens. It happens both ways. Yeah, but I'm saying you can't. I mean, I'm not going to go after a kid because I really don't. I, I I get how all of the factors add up. And these kids are under immense pressure, so I'm not going after. Sometimes the kid. family people want them at home. There, I mean, what, what I would argue be... is don't. And I know when you're 18, you don't know what you're doing. 
But man, it's what will be frustrating is if you have an individual, any individual, throughout the recruiting process, tell you how much relationships mean to them, and then in the span of a week, have those relationships not matter in any way if you go the other way. I mean, it's been very little time that Auburn has been pushing. It's Hugh Freeze got here. Yeah, They've well, they got thirteen news. million dollars, and they care deeply about winning. And well, have, you could also make a case. Freeze. You could also make a case that if Auburn wasn't a blank show for right? the last couple of years, maybe he never would have committed to Florida State. Maybe, maybe he wouldn't you know, have, but saying. they were. So but, that's... but now they're a new regime. Anyway, we're spending way too much time on cultural file. I just think he's a pivotal piece of it, just because it's a high profile guy that you might lose at the last minute, and there's a perception that they haven't been able to close a lot of these big time guys because of what happened last year. I don't think it changes anything about Florida State's future, but it, it from a perception standpoint, people will be bummed. Fans want everything. Like you, Corey, you want them to look at it logically. They want to be better because of the portal and also win or do really well on signing day. They're not going to be like, okay, well, but I think this wasn't can, fun, but that is. I think there is, yeah, and I agree with you, but I think there's a balance to some of this. Not most people won't, won't come at it with balance in, in mind, but I think you could say, like, I think they're doing a great job. 75% of what I see I'm in love with, and clearly they're moving in the right direction. I got some questions about this guy or that guy. You, you can do that. You can do both. And I think there is evidence, not just perception. I think there is evidence that a couple guys aren't doing as good a job at closing as others are on this staff. Like right now, wouldn't you say Atkins is a hero of the staff? People believe in what he's doing, yeah. not only as a teacher. He could run for mayor. But as a recruiter, right? But why? That's not perception. That's reality. Look yeah. at what he's done. Yeah. And there are other guys that you go, man, I'm starting to get a little worried. He's having a hard time closing the deal. And you can do both, and you can still believe in the upwardly mobile trajectory of Florida State football. Right. And I, it just it's hard because nobody wants to do that. They want to go all in on negative or all in on positive. Right. And I think you can I think you can be nuanced. Simple Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chat TV continues in just a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Yeah, unless you sign 
a top three or four class, I agree with Ira. Most people on that day are not going to be enamored with the ninth class, the 13th class, the 17th class. And I do think you can go individually in each situation to decide whether or not that says something greater about your situation or not. And so it's not every kid. Do I look at who says yes or no? Do I think that that is necessarily revelatory? Other times I'm like, man, this is now the third kid of that position group that we've had a problem with. And so you can start to see a trend. And, and I, that's why I say it's nuanced. It's, it's not all just across the board, I feel this way or that way. And I think that rational fans, and I know that's rare that you see anybody who's a rational fan by definition almost, I think that, that the ones who are balanced or fair-minded can say, man, we're really succeeding. You know, one of my favorite phrases that I'm stuck on on the whole, we're, we're, Florida State is ready to win now. They just won nine games, probably going to win 10. And most of us will go into next season expecting 10 more. Yeah. yeah. And I think, and I, look, and, and I don't want a blanket statement, the entire fan base, and Corey and I talked about it a little bit during the break. There's a lot of people who don't get vocal on the message board, That's don't right. get vocal in the chat. You're talking about the ones who respond on. But yes. the people you're going to hear from, if it's not a great day, or they're they're not going to be they're not going to be nuanced about the portal tomorrow. And I understand it to some degree. Mm. You you it's frustrating if you're a fan if you feel like Florida State's a better program right now. You feel like they're in a better position. They've got a better coaching staff right now compared to the other two schools in the state. We've seen what dumpster fire Miami was last year. We've seen that my, Florida was not all that impressive. And you say, well, man, why isn't it paying off on signing day? So I understand people trying to come to terms with that. At the end of the day, though, a lot, what we're going to see, I think this staff does a very good job, job of evaluating. And they've got some kids on this in this signing class that I think are going to be studs. But they're some of these, you know, these other schools are going to have high ranked players. It's just yeah. the reality of it. Well, but, or they may be having, uh, it could be a numbers case. You know, in, oh, yeah. in, in the Florida State Miami case, if you look at the average ranking, Florida yeah. State it's fine per player. Right. We're right there with it, but they're they're bringing in more players. But also, know? like, yeah. and I was telling Ira, like, it's I, I just think it's not February second, two thousand four anymore. National Signing Day isn't the only way you build a roster anymore. It's just not. And Correct. I I think if you went the next five years with a top two transfer portal class, as in a top fifteen high school recruiting class, you're in the playoff. You are going to be in the playoff. You have a better chance of being in the playoff. I don't know what USC's high school high school recruiting rankings were last year. I know they came damn close to being in the playoff because they went and got guys in the portal. Yeah, they you, you can you can do this and and succeed. Like again, you want to get high school guys and develop them, really good ones. It's important. It's not your, as it's your George, Georgia Bulldogs are built on high school recruits. Sure, but Georgia does it, and Alabama does it, well, and Ohio State does it. I, That's I, a wrap. Florida State's not a second class citizen in that war. They've been better than Georgia for fifty years. Right. So no, we're not relegated to an afterthought. But for, but recru- National Signing Day has never been less. Imp- it's still very important. Always, of course, it's never been less important though. And it's going to keep getting less important. I, now if, that part that, I agree with. Too. I mean, you're bringing in what 27 new guys, probably. Yeah, I don't know what the total number. But 11 is. of them are going to be portal guys. That's 40 percent of your yeah, new and, guys. And, and it should be so that's a really in big any deal. ranking. Yeah, exactly. Any ranking, what I'm you saying. Have to look at, if you bring in the top offensive linemen, the top two of the top three tight ends yeah. in the country that have proven commodity status. The kid from South Carolina was a stud in the SEC. He's going to start for you next year. That should mean more than a freshman tight end. Agreed. That's what I'm, and that's it should I'm be saying. balanced in there when you have a recruiting ranking. It won't be tomorrow to his point. Right. And so you're just going to see a number next to a name, and it's not going to be a satisfactory that's number. That's why I'm saying they should have a transfer portal day, a TPD. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like National Signing Day, and Florida State would be number two in the country, and people would be going nuts. Well, well and one other positive to this for Florida State situation, I think it's because of a change in the overall landscape. Part of it's because of the early signing period, but part of it's also because of what's happening with the portal. If you remember the last year's last signing day, ESPN, it wasn't like the way they used to cover it. Like, no. there had gotten to a point where National Signing Day was round the club. They had reporters at every school. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was such a huge deal. Last year, it was not, I mean, the Travis Hunter deal was a big deal. But in general, they what didn't. What did Travis Hunter do? Did he? Well, he, he the last minute, he. Um, <laughs> oh, he, he, actually, he yeah. That's he what, oh, that's yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Nice. But, but if, um, but the, overall, it isn't the story that it was. National Signing Day, yeah. partly because it's moved to December and now there's another one in February. And then partly because of the portal. It's not as big of a national story, so maybe for the casual fans who aren't as heavily invested in recruiting, right, sure, it may just kind of move past. Yeah, I also I think, you're, think, and you're gonna, you know, likely you're gonna beat Oklahoma in a few days. You've had all this portal success. Overall, the trajectory is great. I just think tomorrow won't be as fun as probably people would like it to be. Have how you feel today about recruiting will be changed a year from now, two years from now years from now because college football's radical shift is not changing it's right. not it's not done it's not done i'm talking about conference realignment i'm talking about universities going from one power five to another i'm talking about rules i'm talking about the changes within nil and scholarships i'm talking about what's allowable now won't be a year from now won't be two years from now so however you feel today whether that's way up here or way down here get ready because it's going to change again next year and the year after and the year after until they get a handle on this you do not have like the NCAA when they lost in the courts have clearly hands to the sky we got nothing to say they're letting anything and everything go it is quite literally the wild west dudes walking into bars shooting at each other what mm. are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do about it better hope the right sheriff comes to town because right now nobody's doing a damn thing about it and until that like the changes, one from blazing saddles <laughs> <laughs> Until that changes, it is going to be. Did you know Richard Pryor almost got that role, Lavar Burton's role? Oh, really? Yeah, that wasn't Lavar Burton. That's what? not the who sheriff from Blazing Saddles. Who you weirdo. It? I don't know his name. Oh, it wasn't Lavar Burton. Yeah. Who was it? I don't What's remember the name? the name of the guy, but yeah, yeah. he just passed it, away recently. Richard Pryor was the guy who was actually almost you know, got it. Yeah, and then awesome. uh, I think there was and concerns. Gene Wilder was in it, and yeah. they became a yeah. comedy duo. Yes, they did. A little trivia, mm. little uh, several headlines trivia yeah. for everyone we going like back to fifty-five years, modern sixty years. On yeah, the show. we do. Cleveland Little was that? That seems oh, right. That's much. Man. That's much closer. Well right done. Reaching back, Ira. Reaching back. After I we got a million names out here, and you're reaching back for that. So yeah, it's all going to change, and it's not even the same state to state, school to school right now. So. I don't know. You know, I, I I can't get too upset as long as Florida State's trending in the right direction, and they are. Well, just look at this year. The NCAA, I mean, two, they just made it unlimited transfers this year for one year. Now, we'll see what they do in the future. And, you know, they just six months ago, they decided to not allow players to transfer every year. Right. So yeah. they, they put that one back. But there's no telling what the rules are going to be. The landscape, yeah. as you said, Changes. and Mike Norvell said the other day when Corey asked him about the redshirt rule, and and he said, you know, this is a time of change in, in college football. Well, no kidding. I mean, it's that doesn't even aptly describe it. We have no idea what any of this is going to look like a year from now. Mm -mm. So the idea that people are, like, panicked about what's sustainable and what's, what's not sustainable, nobody has any idea because we don't know what the rules are going to be six months from now. Yeah, if the Power Five breaks away from the NCAA and they start their own system like we talk about all the time, the NCAA is – clearly just throwing their hands in the air and said, we don't really have a means by which to regulate this, at least not amongst the Power Five. 
Well, somebody else is going to have to take hold and be the czar of college football, this other realm. Because not everybody's going to participate in this new landscape, right? Not everybody, like, there are a lot of schools that are like, no, man, we're out. It's, we're an actual academic institution, and we just don't care that much about this. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not. We're not doing this, you know. But but there are a core group of what we argue about this all the time: 50, 60 teams that are going to say well, we've anted up. We already put our chips in. Look at that stadium. Look yeah. what we just broke ground on. You think we're just going to not, you know, go to war? I was actually going to say that, man. The 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 groundbreaking ceremony for the football only facility is very much a Indicator. flag in the ground. Flag, you know, saying, "Look, man, we're here because." I'm not sure entirely that they know exactly how they're paying for it and, and whether or not they're – it's. Mm. You look, man, they're still going to have to finance some of it. They don't – normally you would like to have – It's going to be all that in, money they're saving on uh, I think Keldrick, normally, Keldrick Falk. I think normally you would like to have more money in hand than they probably do right now the, yes. to do this The facility. percentage, yes. But they are committed. It's been – they are – look, I think Florida State, the powers that be, look at this situation and say – there is going to be a power structure in college football, whether it's the Power Five or whether it's 32 teams or whatever it is. We're going to be part of it. We're going to be in there. Yeah. And so you've seen Battle's End. You've seen that facility being built. Again, I don't know that this is all like everything's buttoned up to a point where you want it to be, but they are committed. That's where they're going. And and that's going to be – that's important. And if, and if you're a Florida State fan, over the last couple of years, a lot of fans have wondered, will Florida State be left behind? Those are – factors that where they're saying we are not going to be left behind well that's where it's important to win now we keep getting back yes. to the like whether you want a portal kid or a high school kid they got to sustain this excellence you want to be top of mind you want to be top of mind because of your excellence on the gridiron like that's what you're going to be if the sec is looking at florida state or the big 10 is looking at florida state it ain't because they really really like the, the colors the film school <laughs> or, right. you know it's, they're right. looking yeah they're looking at this like hey this is a program that draws eyes to sets or whatever streaming service is going to be you know we're charging for and yeah whatever it might be so they have to be a commodity an asset that they're going to want which gets them more money in the next tv deal and that's that florida state couldn't continue to sit over there and go five and seven and fall from relevance and they are clearly indicating that they're refusing to do that i mean they are ending up right they are trying in that in that way, yeah. I mean, the kid they got yesterday on Monday, the UTEP kid. That's a, that's a five star offensive that's lineman. A big that is ready made. Yeah. yeah, that's coming in to play for you next year. At I, I guess he's right tackle. He played right tackle. I think there's a possibility he could play guard. But he. The bottom line is, you look at his PFF grades. I mean, they haven't had an offensive lineman that had PFF grades like that in I don't well, he's know. He's an when, NFL guy before PFF. He's yeah. an NFL that guy. That was a huge get. Yeah, and then the 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 other two kids, the kid they got today and the the, the, the Colorado kid, are guards that if they don't play will be very, very important backups and probably will play, but they give you that depth where you you are going to have a good offensive line. Not yeah. a not a decent, not a not a solid, not a get by offensive no, line. A good offensive a line. A good and, offensive line. And every everybody's right now focused on Atkins bringing players in. Every player he's had here has gotten much better since all they've been them. here. The that's guys say, that didn't play at other schools, right. they've all gotten much better. Well, that's why I say that when you're looking at this staff, you can go coach by coach, and it gives you a different feeling. Like, uh, loving him, still looking at you. Yeah. Love him, come on, man, do some more. You, pretty well, good. Well, Atkins, pretty, again, Atkins. I'm saying, like, that's what we're doing with all these guys, and they're also all responsible to some degree in the world of recruiting. So you're, you're looking to see how our relationship's being developed or not. You're seeing who closes, who doesn't, and there's no getting around the fact that right now, I mean, if you took a straw poll of 
who the two most popular coaches on this staff are. It's Mike Ravel and Alex Atkins, and it's by a mile. It's not even yeah. close. There's nobody else you would name other than you, you, you have the nostalgia of Odell because he's been here forever and he's a knoll. And really, I do like is, several other coaches, but from a yeah, yeah no there's doubt. no doubt. Yeah. You think Abdul Bello is like, man, I couldn't have been born two years later <laughs> and gotten Atkins as my coach? <laughs> That, might have, that would have been the answer. Would have helped out. Might have <laughs> helped out. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV continues in a moment. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. All right, rolling on here. We've got some questions and some uh, observations from folks on the chat that I wanted to make sure I pointed out or at least thanked. Uh, Kevin, that was funny. I'm not going to repeat that one, but it's good. Uh, <laughs> you just got the tacit yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, you get yeah. the you get the, <laughs> the, the cap. Yeah. <laughs> that 2023 slogan would be a good one. I don't think it's going to be on a T-shirt near you, at least not authorized by the university. We could merchandise it. Yeah. Uh, Tom wants to know if Lovett's been practicing. We're really not at liberty to say about that, Tom. We, we just never are, regardless of the player. Um, if you see us out in public, ask us. Also, if you just watch the videos that WarChamp produces most of the time from practice, you'll you'll get a good glimpse whether you could see somebody out there or not you know th then we comment on it otherwise we don't just to, yeah just to explain we're not we're not there to take attendance yeah we're there to observe and so they don't want us like saying yes this guy practiced today this guy yeah. didn't practice today so but if you watch the videos and if you see us talking about practice reports you can get an idea who's out there but well but and, and to your point you know tom it could be a situation this is just a hypothetical this does not involve fabian lovett but like if there's a player that doesn't practice on a tuesday but he's going to practice on a wednesday what are we supposed to right. do every day? Do this? Well, he was there on Monday, but he didn't practice Tuesday. But he's definitely practicing. With right. Coach Norvell doesn't want us to do that, and and so we don't do it. Uh, Jeffrey writes, oh, uh, "Okay, over Christmas, bring on the bowl game." Thanks for content, guys. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks, Jeffrey. Right, thanks, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Appreciate that. Appreciate you very, very much. All right, back to uh, where we were here before. Hey, so we were talking during the break over on this side of the glass. Mm. Kind of the the, the talent, blue, the talent uh, side. I was going to say the blue collar. Oh, side. the blue mm. collar. That's that's fair too. Yeah. What we didn't if, grow up in Tampa like Jeff did. <laughs> if uh, what if there was if the national media ever embraced the portal because it still feels like there's a stigma to the portal yeah. as if like the portal's like what's not good for college football but high school recruiting well that's great I mean that's a right, that's a wonderful right, right, right. area yeah. of the sport but what do you think it'll ever be embraced because Corey was just saying Florida State right now has the number two class in the portal. Corey mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. Not with just one player. It's seven guys. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah. the second best class. Probably going to add a couple more. You would think. Yeah. Will that ever become celebrated nationally in the sport the way high school recruiting is? And why not? I, I don't know if it will. It'll take a lot of time. High school recruiting built up over a long period of time. We're talking about decades yeah. to where it built to that place where it became a national holiday for diehards. Uh, I would say this. I think once the dust settles in college football, and we get a sense of what's what, what's allowed, what's not allowed. I've got a great comparison, by the way, as soon as he's done yapping. I can't wait to <laughs> yeah. hear this. So I, I really do think it's important that 
there is such uncertainty right now that college football fans or even the national media don't know what to embrace. I mean, there's a whole bunch of like, are we to celebrate? So let's say Miami signs the number one class. Who on, who on earth is going to celebrate that other than Miami fans? Like, nobody nationally is going to be like, well, that Mario Cristobal, man, uh, that guy, that's amazing what he did. You'll get a ton of airtime, Well, they have airtime. hours to fill. We have t- things to talk about. We'll mention it. It's but will they mention, like, why? I don't know if it's going to be celebrated, Ira. Will they I, mention why Miami had a number one recruiting class, or is that still the secret that ESPN won't talk well, about? Well, because- it happened last year when Nick Saban rightfully right. noted that Texas A&M bought their players, and Jimbo about had a heart attack yeah, but and started on, a fight. But on conference. National Signing Day, it was just about the great Texas A&M class. There was no talk about, right, well, how did a get all these I'm players? I'm a host in a studio. Yeah. I'm not there to like preach down to the A&M fan or anybody else who loves or hates them on that moment. I'm just going to say they, but are they do they six still talk about kids. like this is a remarkable day Do for they them. still talk about like man they just they're great at developing relationships and building town. It's like <laughs> man no, they've got a billionaire that's giving them money like and, that's why they're doing it which is fine. About, and wants to tell you yeah, about it. Yeah, he's on, on Twitter all the time. Yeah. At least they and M oil guys were kind of in the weeds a little bit. But so here's the comparison I that I thought about. So there's nothing bigger other than the actual season than the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And I guess they still view signing day as the draft, and then the portal season is like free agency season. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So is that the start of free agency? Is that it's a big deal on the NFL yeah. network, but it, it it's because it's a slow build and not everybody's signing on the same right. day. So do you recall the enthusiasm and excitement I shared with you? Not when the Bucks drafted Vita Vea, mm. but they signed Tom Brady. Right. You remember? You remember how that difference? Correct. Was? And I'm like, good luck with that. Good luck with that <laughs> old man. See how He's that clearly Tom Brady lost. Does it. for you, right? So, hey, look, man, I think if you want to use the app comparison, a lot of us are going, yeah, that Vita Vea may turn out okay, but I like that we got Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like Gronk and Brady. Yeah, I think these two guys are going to do something. Just a hunch. Yeah, that yeah, worked so, out. Like, Seemed to work out. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's what it is. It's the fact that it's not on one day. You know, it's going to be spread, just like free agency signings, we're pretty much going to be spread out. You don't get that holiday Buzz that right. we're, that we're well, used to. Well, they should make them all sign the grant and aids, and then they could talk about them, and then it could be its own day, I think. I, you know, I don't know. I, it's something to, something to think about. Yeah, and I was saying earlier, the rules that govern this thing are going to change. It's not going to remain the same. So how people are invested or feel emotionally right now is going to change next year and the year after as these rules are put into place. Now, again, I'm guessing, I'm forward-thinking enough to believe that they understand that for college football – None of this is good. I wanted us to accelerate to a place where players were able to get a piece of the pie. They deserve that. We all agreed on that. Now, parsing that and figuring out what's fair and what works for all teams and who can buy in and believe in whatever those systems in place are, I mean, they've got to get that figured out, but you can't get that figured out if there's nobody that's governing college football, and it would appear the NCAA is not. I like the fact that they're they're going to have a new president, though. Yeah. like yeah. Good luck, buddy. They should just tap out right now. Well, what say, they're you know there what? to do is to, to put on the NCAA basketball tournament. That's what the NCAA is there to do. It is the only profitable thing they do. They also run it. They run that tournament. But they don't run the college football playoff. The NCAA does not run that. So, yeah. I mean, Speaking of the NCAA tournament, uh, the Knowles could have used that win over St. John's on Saturday. That resume been, builder? That would have been a big resume builder for them, but they they lost in the uh, So track four minutes. off the new record is especially good. <laughs> oh, the Taylor Swift yeah, album? Yeah. Spe- yeah, track four. Go collect that one. Check that Are your one boys out. into her at all? Do they, like, no, legitimately? They've, they've okay. I don't think Brady is either. Hey, now. <laughs> what do you say? Oh, yeah, they've taste. Yeah, they like uh, Bowie and uh, Fugazi. 
That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> like people who have good taste in music. Uh, no, no. They, they He's don't. the guy that didn't like Star Wars, too. No, no. I loved Star Wars when I was a little kid. Right, but now you just make fun of it. Of course. It's yeah. garbage. But not Andor. Telling you, watch Andor. Yeah, because it was written by the guy that did one of the great movies of all time. Our favorite. You know Avatar. What, you know what tells no. up pretty well? <laughs> what? The Christmas movies. Christmas Vacation was uh, still, funny. Still, still funny. Also, Caddyshack. It was not a Christmas movie, but it was on last weekend. Still funny. Yeah, yeah. you're never going to not laugh at Caddyshack. I mean, I'll always you be the... You know Andor is Michael Clayton. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I told you that. No, I told you that because he did the he's interview wrong. with... He's wrong, he's wrong, he's wrong. <gasps> uh, uh, Tony oh my Gilroy. goodness gracious. Tony Gilroy. I listened oh to Mark Maron, my... too. I listened to Mark Maron, too. I called you before you listened to the interview. No, no, I'd already listened to it. No, you... Jeff, Jeff We're done come on. Here. We're done. Right, who do you believe? My guy. Who do you believe? My guy. My goodness gracious. I believe both of you. It doesn't really matter, though, in the grand scheme of things. It doesn't. He did say Johnny Wilson sucked. <laughs> what was your scouting report on Dylan Gibbons? That he was going to be a real important piece. Mm, 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 <laughs> he went to Notre Dame. Mm, he must be awesome. Yeah. By the way, is he is he going to be an NFL player? Is Gibbons going to get a shot? He'll get a shot. I mean, he'll get in a camp. Will yeah, he get was, drafted? We think. Here's the thing: what's, what's in Emmanuel? Are they draftable guys? I, yeah. I, I mean, I, maybe. I mean, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Emmanuel is going to be playing NFL. Are they going to have a player drafted? If it, let's just say everything works out and Jamie and Verse and love it. They haven't announced yet, but if somehow they all come back, or they're not going to have anybody drafted, maybe, right? I mean, Jamie Robinson. I I don't. I mean, he, he's, seen anything that indicates yeah, so he's coming. He back, would be drafted. He would be drafted. But that would be. Uh, it's just crazy because the program is getting so much better, and usually you see that right. work itself out in the draft, and it would be two years in a row where yeah, I could get one guy kids, Yeah, if a bunch of these kids left, they would they would have some several mm -hmm. drafted. Well, and also the sustainable programs, right? Like the ones where if you string together four and five seasons in a row of successful campaigns, then, yeah, you're going to start to see that stockpile in the way of recruits. But, I mean, they got one last year in Jermaine Johnson, first-round pick. I'm guessing by next year you get a couple guys in the first three rounds, right? And then you're going to continue to see yeah. that as you develop guys. So, uh, I, I don't know. It's interesting. They they don't have anybody on this roster that, you, like, that jumps off the page as a first-round pick in the NFL – but there are a lot of really good college football yeah. players on the roster. Like even the star quarterback is a guy that you will have serious questions about at the NFL. But there's no doubt he's a superstar college quarterback. And I think so it's kind of interesting to watch that. Yeah, play for out. sure, I agree. Yeah. And I was, but they also have some young players. That was Zaria Thomas, and yeah. you know Patrick Payton might be a guy. We'll see. But they've got some guys that I think have potential to be sure. that down the road. But that's what's weird about this roster. Not weird, but it's just unique about this roster. Is you, a lot of these older guys, as you said, are really good college football players. Tatum Bethune. Yes. Really good college good, football good player. Doesn't really project great to the NFL. Yeah. Or and, else he would have been gone. But but you need those guys. And especially where Florida State has been. They're huge for this team. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, in the mid-2000s where Florida State was just yeah. flooding the NFL. With, it kind of reminds you like those teams that will make a run in the NCAA tournament right. with really good college basketball players. An elite but none point of, guard that's yeah, been there for four years. But they're, yeah. not in a, they're not NBA guys. They'll beat a, a, bun, a team with a bunch of one-and-dones. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think for the next, so last year that was the case for Florida State, won nine games, may win ten here this, in this year upcoming. I think they're going to be a real good football team. And I think that where you start getting into that nuanced discussion about where's the program headed, then you do aspire to be great at both. You do. You aspire to be great in high school recruiting and yeah. developing those relationships and having coaches that can get that done, but also having a great evaluator like Mike Norvell in the portal, convincing kids that 
this is the place you want to go. We're going to make you work hard. We're going to make you more accountable. And we're also going to elevate your draft stock. I mean, they've done a good job with one of those. They've done a great job with one of those. They've got to raise the level on the other. Well, the other challenge to this, though, is is balancing your high, the, the young players you have. They have a lot of young offensive linemen who are very good. Yeah, they'll like, probably be, be like, oh, oh, okay, how I guess many I'm not playing. You, how many transfers are you bringing in? Yeah, you're bringing a whole new line? But mm-hmm. I love the other day, we talked to Maurice Smith uh, yesterday after practice, and he talked about when they brought in Caden Lyles. And he said, before they before Caden Lyles announced he was coming to Florida State or committed, they sat him down, Maurice Smith, and they said, look, we're bringing in another guy to compete with you. And that's that just the reality. Of it. And Maurice was like, all right, and bring it on. And, and, and that you have to have that relationship because otherwise you're bringing guys in and then kinda, pushing the young guys out. It's kind of messed up that he took a crowbar to Caden's knee. Well, you know, and we we're not allowed to talk about what we see at practice, All but it was love and war, baby. It was horrific. I didn't know Maurice was like that. If, but. if the Galuli thing had never happened, would you? Would that be a reference for you? Would you? Would you like? Would you crowbar to a knee? Would oh. that, yeah, would that tire? I think iron so. To a knee? I, well, I don't know. That's a really yeah. good question. It's thirty years now. It's in the zeitgeist. <laughs> so I guess when I think of injuring somebody in the knee, it's always going to be a Galuli crowbar. I always think of how brazen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is like imagine like, them sitting around the kitchen table over cigarettes. While she's but like also being interviewed on TV or they, something. Well, yeah. they did it at the skating yeah. rink. Yeah, I'm like, saying like, let's wait till she gets to the rink. Yeah, you mean that with all the other Olympians? Yeah, follow her to a hotel, you weirdo. You're already committing a crime. At least be smart about it. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. 